following program is rated M for mystery, malfeasance, and mobsters, and may contain trace amounts of murder. True stories of history's forgotten detectives from across the 20th century. This is Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater! Chicago, at the dawn of the dirty 30s, a city on the brink of collapse. When unemployment steps up, crime steps in. When the police kick back, Myrna Sinclair picks up the slack. While the poor pick peas for pennies, Myrna's incalculable inheritance invites her to play host to the Windy City's wealthiest at gaudy Gold Coast galas. <laughs> Heck of a hootin' nanny, Myrna. Shame. I was shooting for shindig. Heck, call it what you wanted, hops. So glad we got festivities to frequent not fueled by bootleg booze. There's the thought. Horrid habit, I say, and if they legalize libations, people might think they can make all their own choices. It's for their own good. Live their own lives. And that can only lead to progress. Oh, there. I've said a dirty word. Well, I don't think... I'd notice. See here. See there? Inspector Garrett, like clockwork. Just when the fun starts. Excuse me. Glad you're in high spirits, sweethearts. Mind the punch. It's got a kick. Evening, Myrna. Or is it a Miss Sinclair tonight? Why are those two spitting? Oh, it's the newest thing. Gee, Inspector, is this a raid? It's business, not pleasure. I'm here to recruit you. I got a frog who just croaked and a bird who won't sing, and the whole thing's fishy. Where do I fit? You make birds sing. Well, flattery will get you everywhere. Time these fair-weather phonies learn to fend for themselves anyway. Listen up, lovelies. The Inspector just bet me the CPD throws a better party. Gotta go squash that nasty rumor. Try to leave the house standing. I've grown fond of it. You ain't worried about sticky fingers? Please, Pumpkin. These people already have everything. As the pizzazz of the party fades in the rearview mirror, Myrna Sinclair swaps her pearl necklace for a thinking cap. Victim's Frankie Rose. He was on a radio assembly line, then he got laid off a few months back. New lease on life. I envy that. Short lease. Who found the body? His wife Madeline. She wouldn't say nothing. You try yelling? Real loud. Can't make a bird sing by rattling cages, Inspector. This is it? Yeah. Some dive, huh? Dive's more fun than treading water. Where's the body? On the meat wagon, headed to the morgue for autopsy. Headed to who? Direct to Ms. O'Leary. There's hope for you yet, Inspector. It's Inspector Garrett again. Just a moment. You all right in there, Mrs. Rose? It's Miss Rose now. <laughs> Can it, you Claude? Madeline, I'm Myrna Sinclair, and I'm no CPD stooge. I'm just here to listen. Uh, really? All right. Come on in. So you came home? Yes. And? Yes? Look, I know what it's like. My whole family's been taken away one by one. Means we've got to stick together. Now why don't you tell me what happened? I was out trying to find something for our dinner. Came home empty-handed, and there he was, cold on the carpet. Always said he was a day away from starving to death. That's so. The tighter the purse strings got, the more he'd complain. Couldn't see how good we had it next to some. I'm starving, Maddie. I'm wasting away. He'd take a bite out of anything. Even if it wasn't good for him? Maybe. Maybe that blind pig couldn't help himself and swallowed something so rotten it did him in. You know, I find I do speak easier with you. Is it Mrs. Sinclair? No ring on this finger. Though plenty have tried. There's more kinds of prisons than the one you put people in, Inspector. Poor Frankie. He went too soon. Only 46, and now our union feels like a precious few years. Yes, this would have been number 16. Stubborn, blind pig. I did love him. Number 16, huh? 46 and union? He was 46. 
That's not what I got. Well, then open your ears, Inspector. Madeline, see it as a second chance, sweetie. You're free for what or whoever you like. Go have an adventure. Uh, yes, maybe. You got my number? I do. Thank you both. No surprise. Seen lots of food poisoning cases last few weeks. Folks get hard up. No food, but fed up. One bad bite and belly up. You swallow that story? Sounds watered down. I want more proof. Frankie was desperate. Not a glutton. So? So why call him a pig? No clue. I got five more calls to make. If this is open and shut, maybe I'm home by dawn. Need a ride? You headed by the morgue? Leave it, Sinclair. Guy ate some nasty meat. So who served it? Taxi! Working graveyard shift at the city morgue, forensic coroner Lori O'Leary is already elbow deep in the case. Six more blessed boils on the left side of his body. Not lethal, but fascinating. Talking to yourself or Frankie? Mother of Mary Mirna! I was talk... I was talking to my voice recording machine. Where did you come from? Back door. Less paperwork. So that is Frankie Rose. The inspector rang to say it was food poisoning. Why did they get you involved? Same reason as you. We get people to open up. Mrs. Rose called him a blind pig. Shouldn't speak about one's husband that way. Dead husband, most of all. Don't think she did. Blind pig's another word for speakeasy, Lori. You pay to see a pig and get the drink free. It's a workaround. Speakeasy. She said that, too. Said she speaks easier around me. So maybe he got drowned rather than stuffed. Well, serves him right. So it's possible? He was past the point of no return? Oh, one satanic sip in a man. He sheds all sense of what's good and holy for him. That Mrs. Rose was an unfit wife. Suppose it's her proper shame keeping this from the police. Then why spill the booze to me? Can you prove it, Lori? Some chemistry experiment? Could do. Or could smell his breath. Yuck. All yours. Stop the lights. Smells of geraniums. He really would eat anything. Oh, there's a confounding surprise. Now I'll need to run some tests. Let me know. Where are you off to? Number 16, 46th and Union. One more line I think Madeline meant just for me. It's been a long night. I need a drink. Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater will be back after this. Low carb? No carb? Negative carb. You've heard the fads, but good nutritional health doesn't come and go. In fact, it's been here for almost a century. Looking to shed some pounds for summer? Forget flash in the pan and sign up for Nutramax's patented Great Depression Diet. Check out any photo of working class folks in the 1930s and two words come to mind, swimsuit ready. How did they do it? We have the secret. For just eight easy payments of $79.99, you'll receive six months supply of tasteless gruel and shoe-grade leather, developed in the Nutramax Food-Like Substance Labs to perfectly mimic the fat-blasting diet of the 30s. Call today. Whoever said a stock market crash gave you depression never saw love handles in the mirror. And now, back to the show. Just as Madeline had hinted, number 16 at the corner of 46th and Union is a rundown building with all the subtle signs of an off-book business, including a bruiser at the door. Evening, fella. Here there's a pig up the way putting on quite the show. You a copper or something? Then why would I need to go out to see a pig? <laughs> all right, lady. Up the stairs. Up the smoky stairs, scattered sod sips suds under bare bulbs. Myrna Sinclair beelines for the bar where she's watched by a wary man wiping down a crooked counter. Hi, friend. 
I see the sign on that curtain says Greenland Pig. 25 cents a look. Complimentary beverage, of course. Two streets over ties your price for a tiger. Yeah, and they show you a painted pig. What if I wanted to see a Mr. Frankie Rose instead? He's in a Chicago overcoat and this ain't his hole anymore. New management and his customers only now. You, sir, have got the strong posture of an army man. 104th. Now can I show you the pig or the door? Johnny, how you loving the uh, new outfit, pal? Gino. Boys, suits me fine. Bet it does. At ease, Private, here. If you're going by the London Guarantee tomorrow, drop this off. And now, drinks for me and my fellas, and hello, something for the sweetheart. Toots, you need work? You look good behind a bar, or on it. Thanks, but I'm giving crumbs the cold shoulder full time. Oi, 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 oi. Easy, amigos. Peaches got some pepper. Listen, ladyfingers, you got me wrong. We're a family establishment now. But hey, anything extracurricular, that'd just be between you and me. Hey, Johnny, better give this guy the boot. No one's gonna pay if they can see a pig for free. She was asking about Frankie. The hell do you know about Frankie Rose? Why does it feel like I should be asking you? Get her! Get back here! She's getting away, you three cheese panzerados! Hey, watch the booze cabinet! Don't tip that thing! are on you tonight. Myrna Sinclair spends a sleepless night pacing the empty halls of her expansive mansion. The next morning, her silent vigil is broken by a phone call from the city morgue. Myrna! The test came back just as I feared. Twas lewisite. Who's a what? Poison girl! The boils on him. The geranium smell. Guess we put the quart before the hearse. But listen, Myrna. Lewisite's no apothecary brand. It's military. The bartender was an army man. The bar... You best be cotton, lass. You visited this house of questionable legal footing? Mean what looked like mob boys. Lori, Frankie ran the joint. Makes me think it was a hostile takeover. They kept talking about the new outfit. I knew they wouldn't be happy with just the import business for long. Don't explain the Lewis site. How many coroners would even notice the geranium smell? Most I know keep flowers around anyhow for the smell. Exactly. So they figure food poisoning because no one eats right nowadays. Open and shut, no suspicion. Meanwhile, the mob controls the sud supply, so you risk ending up like Frankie unless your watering hole is family friendly. Garrett said there was a glut of food poisoning cases. This could be happening all over. But I mean, how'd they get the Lewisite? That London Guarantee building. That mafioso mentioned it. I don't follow you. You're an American now, Laurie. Brush up. It was built over Fort Dearborn. They say the fort was all ashes after the Chicago fire, but people do talk. Like maybe some of the old structures down there at the foundations. Saints be praised. No time. I gotta make tracks. I'll buy your lonesome. I'm calling the boys. You don't need a police squad for food poisoning. Leave it. Myrna races to the guarantee. Across the street and behind a newspaper, she doesn't have long to wait for Johnny to wander in, and she's hot on his heels to the doors to the elevator. All right. Hands up, hermano. What do you want? Who are you? Thought I was pretty memorable, seeing as I inadvertently insolventized your inventory. The broad from the bar? The hell you think you're doing? Going down. All right, you found the basement. Now you're going to find me the door to Fort Dearborn. I'm guessing that big, heavy iron one in the corner? You're digging your grave, lady. Better me than some stranger. Open it. Nice and slow. Down we go. So let me get this. The army's hiding the stuff. I'm guessing leftover from WW1, till they can sneak it out without half of Chicago knowing they were standing on a death trap. And you're part of the skeleton crew keeping it safe. But the new outfit gives you a sweeter deal. 
Provided you don't mind helping them poison innocent people. Frankie was a bastard and a drunk. Every rose has its thorns. Here we are, door number two. Hope you had fun playing detective. The door opens on a crate-filled cavern and some unsavory characters who don't look like they're army lads. Whoa, Johnny, who the hell is that? Boys! All right, boys, this is real easy. The guns go down or Johnny does. Let me save you the trouble. Johnny and Myrna dive into an adjoining room. You hurt Johnny? Just my feelings! She's in the room on the left. Were those crates in the back full of what I think they were? What's it stored in? Glass bottles? Yeah. Oh, no! Hold your sleeve to your mouth. You want to get shot instead? Have you seen what this stuff does? Rhetorical! Come on, lady. Just come out. No one's gonna hurt you. Works better when you haven't shot at me already. All right, boys. Let's get it over with. First round's on me. Ha! Missy. Missy. Say, do you boys smell geranium? <laughs> come on, Johnny. Let's... Make like a banana. Make like a banana. Hurry up! <coughs> and split! Running as one, Myrna, Johnny, and the boys race up the stairs, straight into the waiting badges of the Chicago PD. Freeze. <coughs> I said freeze, dirtbags. You're gonna have to <coughs> give them a minute there, Inspector. Think maybe they ate something a little off. Save it, Lori told us. Myrna? Hi, Lori. <coughs> Heaven help you, lass. You irresponsible little hellion! Oh, come on, Lori. I made it, didn't I? But for the grace of God... Sinclair, you know how much you just gummed the works? How do I explain a basement full of poison? Not suggesting you knew it was here? I don't have time for this. Let's get out of here, my eyes are watering. Boy, I could use a drink. You could use a lick of common sense. None of my business what demons you're fighting, Myrna. But you're driving the folks who care about you into an early grave. You hear me? Yeah, sure, Lori. Didn't mean to worry you. There's a little knot in me throat every time they wheel a body in, because I know that one of these days they'll pull back the sheet and you'll be under it, sooner rather than later. You'll find your own way home, I expect. And so Myrna Sinclair left the London Guarantee for the serenity of the Gold Coast and her palatial estate. Inside those soaring rooms and endless corridors, she walked because she could not sit still. She drank because it dulled her mind, and she shed tears, she told herself, because the Lewisite still clung about her face. So she called her friends, or at least the people she knew would never turn down a party, for yet another night of festivity. Next time, will the two best detectives in Greensleeves, Nebraska be out-sleuthed by their 13-year-old twin daughters? I've got to call the chief. This changes everything! The Case of the Squirrely Swindler, next time on Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater. The Blind Pig was written by Joseph Beebe. Myrna Sinclair was played by Marika Lapointe. Frederick, Detective Garrett, Johnny, and the Thugs were played by Leet Stetson. That's me. Willie and Lori O'Leary were played by Rebecca Russell. Madeline Rose was played by Grace Smith. Gino was played by Joseph Beebe. Mark Matisoff provided some oys with special guest star Leet Stetson as your narrator. Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater is produced by Joseph Beebe and Theater Doubletake. Duotang Chesterfield wants to know, do you eat the garnish? Cast your vote by investigating us on the web at duotangmysteries.com. Oh my god. I don't understand. No, guys, I don't understand. What is this man? What's the mob? When we get to see the pig.